The Myths of Selling to the Government If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to government, you're doing it wrong. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, selling and marketing to the government for years, quite successfully, thank you. Now, here's Rick. Thanks, Gabby, and welcome to another episode of Myths of Selling to Government. We all know that some people just aren't cut out to sell to the government. They're not strategic enough, entrepreneurial enough, patient enough, honest enough, hardworking enough. You know them. They think they can do it. After all, what could be easier than selling to organizations with huge buckets of money and lots of needs? But you and I know it's not as easy as it might seem. Some people just aren't equipped for it, right? Then, on the other hand, you know of people who are not good at it, but for some reason are great at it. What do they know that we don't know? What do they do that we don't do? We wondered the same thing, and since we know some government sales stars, we asked. Government Selling Solutions conducted a study and surveyed government sales stars to find out if they had traits in common and what they were. Over 18 months, we asked questions and analyzed, and lo and behold, patterns began to emerge. The analysts who helped us found seven key traits that government sales stars have in common. We call them accelerators. Now, being familiar with these traits can be very valuable to you individually, to your team, or your company, and I'm going to share them with you four in today's episode, three in the next episode. And then in the coming months, we're going to focus on some of them individually. And if you can't wait for all of this, go to the contact form on the govselling.com website and ask for the white paper, Seven Key Traits of Star Government Salespeople, Understanding What It Takes to Excel in a Difficult Government Selling Environment. Shoo, what a title. And if you want to get deeper for yourself or your company, let us know and we'll share some of the things we've done to help companies have more star government salespeople or help individuals become a star. Here we go. Government sales star performer trait number one. Listening and value translation. As you've listened to the Myths of Selling to Government podcast, you've heard me talk often about listening and value, quite often. Now you'll understand why. In our study, the analyst found the first and strongest accelerator relates to a salesperson's ability to listen empathetically, then to translate products or service features into clear value from the buyer based on what they've heard. The folks who score high in this area believe people in general view them as being good and astute listeners. They listen carefully even when it may not seem that they are, and they get it, whatever the it is for that particular situation. They can take that it and figure out how to create value. And because of their ability to create value, they find the structured process of selling to government decision makers appealing. How about that? They actually like the structured process. They know that in order to be successful, they must first identify a problem that needs solving, then match their solution to the problem. And get this, 
We found that if the match isn't close enough, the people with this star performer trait have the confidence to say so. Star trait two, influence over the RFP. Ah, another familiar topic of other podcast episodes. Influence over the request for proposal or whatever the contracting effort is. The second accelerator of government selling success relates to a person's ability to influence, maybe even avoid, an RFP. The folks who scored high in this area believe that they are regularly able to influence prospect requirements before RFPs are issued. This may seem obvious, and if you've listened to our other podcast episodes, it will sound familiar. But when our analysts dug deeply, they found that strong performers in this regard lean toward believing it is more important to be respected than well-liked. Again, more important to be respected than well-liked. This likely gives them confidence to suggest new, previously unidentified, perhaps better, alternatives. We also found that one of the commonalities of the government sales stars who score high on influence over the RFP is that they tend to believe their success depends on the effort they put into the task at hand, as opposed to simple luck. Star Trek 3. Tailored Approach in Equity. The third accelerator we found relates to a salesperson's philosophy and practice towards tailoring their sales approach to each prospect. Don't misunderstand. This skill does not mean a salesperson is constantly willing to roll over and say yes when it's unwarranted. In fact, we found the opposite is true. Associated with this trait is a salesperson's willingness to disagree with a prospect when it's in the buyer's best interest. Now, we found that underlying the desire to tailor a unique approach is the salesperson's belief in equity. They genuinely want to see the prospect and others treated justly. And product training came up with this accelerator. Star government salespeople who score high on tailored approach in equity see a connection between product training, a tailored approach in equity. We believe they see this as a related concept as deeper training gives them more options to accurately and effectively tailor the value proposition. Star Trek 4. Focus, sales process, and product differentiation. Now follow me here. This one's a bit complicated. A fourth accelerator of government sales success encompasses several related ideas surrounding focus, the sales process, and the salesperson's ability to differentiate his or her product offerings from those of competitors. Salespeople scoring high in this dimension seem to have pride in their belief that prospects usually are impressed with their product knowledge. They believe they are capable, in most cases, of clearly setting their products and services apart from those of the competition. Those with high scores on focus, sales process, and product differentiation also feel that they are skilled in determining who the real buyers and influencers are within an organization. And as we all know, that's challenging, which is one of the reasons we devoted a couple of recent podcast episodes to information objectives. 
As challenging as it may be, these folks have confidence in the sales process. They believe they're able to focus and thrive in environments where longer-term projects are the norm and sales cycles are long. Now, these accelerators we're giving you are predictors of success, understanding and inserting associated best practices into training and process improvement efforts can improve overall results in the unique environment of government selling. At the very least, the information provides good points of discussion. That's a pretty good bit to chew on today, and I'll share the other three traits of government sales stars in the next episode. Again, if you want the white paper on traits of star government sales performers, go to our Government Selling Solutions website at govselling.com and request a copy. Hey, thanks for listening, and make sure you're subscribed to Myths of Selling to Government on your favorite podcast platform. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, getting government sold.